I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's James Farley. Good morning, everyone. We're looking at the last bit of 1 Peter, uh, and it's 1 Peter 5, verses 12 to 14. Um, and we're going to just read it now, and then I'm going to look at it together. So Peter writes, With the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings, and so does my son Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. And that's how Peter ends the letter of 1 Peter. And when we read this section of the letter, it's titled in my Bible, Final Greetings. And um, quite a lot of the letters end in this sort of similar sort of vein. And we might kind of feel like Final Greetings, that kind of captures what kind of goes on here. The last bit of the letter, Peter rounding things up doing some final greetings. But actually, I think Peter's doing more than just some final greetings. He does do that as well. But I think what we can see here and what we're going to focus on today is particularly in verse 12, uh, where Peter provides a succinct and powerful summary of all that he has written. And this is what he writes in verse 12. He says, I've written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. I think there are a few things here, just in these few words, that will be a real encouragement to us today. We see here from this verse that what Peter has written in this letter is for our encouragement. It's a true grace of God, and it's a grace that we are to stand fast in. So we see first that Peter has written briefly. I'm sure he could have said a lot more. um, But what he has written in these five chapters we've looked at is for our encouragement. Peter has been writing to encourage these Christians, the Christians who have been going through some intense persecution. And we see that kind of throughout the letter, but particularly in the first chapter where he mentions these Christians have had to face grief in all kinds of trials. And one of Peter's main aim in this letter is to encourage these Christians, literally to give them courage for all the challenges that they are facing. And we we may not be facing the Colosseum like these early Christians were, but in our own way, for many of us, we too have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. And one of the main reasons we come on HEC Daily, one of the main reasons we spend time in God's word each day is that so that we may be encouraged and strengthened for all that life throws at us. We may hear God's voice before any other. And what is the content of this encouragement? Well, it's the true grace of God. That's the essence of what Peter's letter is all about, the true grace of God. Peter writes, he says, I've written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. This, that's the letter that he's just written. He's been writing first and foremost about the grace of God. What is the grace of God? Well, it's the undeserved favour of God to rescue us from darkness and into his wonderful light. As he writes in chapter 2, he, Peter talks about transforming us into the people of God by his mercy, by his grace. And Peter has not been writing this in an abstract and detached way. No, his personal experience of this. He has tasted and he's seen the goodness and the grace of God. <clears throat> and what he writes is testifying to that. He's writing about the grace of God. He knows about that, the power of that grace firsthand. And he knows the power 
of the true grace of God, not just to call us out of darkness into the light, but also to stay in the light, to live in the light. This is a grace not that we can access once and leave behind. No, this is a grace that we have to stand fast in, that we have to remain in. The, that last that sentence, stand fast in it, can also be translated stand firm in it. Stand firm in the grace of God. But you may be wondering, what, why are we called to stand firm in the grace of God? What does that mean? Well, I think, it, I think Peter writes that because I think it's so easy to lose our footing. I don't know if you ever try to walk up a muddy hill or a mountain on after it's rained a lot and you haven't got the best footwear. I know I have and very distinct memories of this, particularly in the countryside around Salisbury where my parents live. I remember it was a year before last, being with my family, trying to walk up this slope and just kept losing my footing. And it's very disorientating when you think you've lost your footing, a bit of a wobble, and even if, even if you don't actually fall over, it can make you tread very carefully after that, constantly making sure you've got the good grip um, wherever you tread and it's a bit like that with life sometimes it's easier to lose our footing for life to to shake us to cause us to wobble and sometimes even to fall flat on our face it can take quite a bit of courage to pick ourselves up and to keep going to keep going after maybe we failed at something or after a disappointment or after a bereavement but the great encouragement from this letter from peter is that we can stand firm in the grace of god and we encourage here to stand firm encouraging verse 12 to stand firm in the grace of God but the wonderful news is that we're not doing that in our own strength just a couple of verses earlier in verse 10 Peter writes the God of all grace who called you to his town of glory after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast God himself by his grace will restore us he will make us strong he will make us stand firm and make us steadfast. And this is our hope. And let's rest in that this day and this week ahead. Amen. We started by reading together Psalm 62, verses 1 to 2, which says, Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I'll never be shaken. And we spend a moment thanking God that we can find our rest in him and receiving the truth here's our fortress and that we never need to be shaken in him and after looking at 1 Peter 5 and the last couple of last few verses of that we then um just spent a moment um receiving from God um that whatever we're facing this week that we would stand firm in the grace of God and then we prayed for the youth groups uh, that happened tonight and particularly for the sick form as they look through the book of Galatians and the other rest of the youth group as they look through Genesis 1 to 3 and that they would uh, really grow the knowledge and love of Jesus through those times together. Amen.